1: You know, we got you on, Mark, because uh, there's a, they're closing down all the dispensaries in Toronto here. And well, they're no,
0: trying to close them.
1: Down. Yeah, and then similar stuff has been happening in Vancouver. Just wanted to, like, kind of yeah. just feel you out on your opinion about all this kind of stuff.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's the established interest versus the little guy, basically. The government, see, what we want, when we think of legalization, those of us who buy it, sell it, consume it, grow it, We want them to simply say what you're doing now is now legal, it's not illegal, and therefore you should pay your taxes and obey all relevant rules. But what they want to do is they want to usurp the whole industry, take it away from us, give it to some corporate vested cronies of theirs, and have them reinvent an industry that we've already spent 45 years developing. And that is unacceptable. So this conflict you're seeing, is between the government's chosen few versus the rest of the country that wants to participate.
1: You know, actually that seems like, uh, you know, an, a, 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 a special problem in Canada because uh, we hear about uh, that kind of thing happening all the time, whether it's uh, uh, executives from the broadcast industry being rotated in and out of CRTC or whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's uh,
0: We've been talking about farming practices. I mean, we've, we've got the part, point now where you can't really start your own little farm because they want they want the land to be not subdivided that small. They want to be making sure that they're only supporting the fig factory farms. So little guys are getting pushed out there too. Well, that's the nature of human existence really is government favoring those elements that can be best controlled for every their mutual interest. So basically the purpose of government we must remember is to control the people. There's every bit of legislation written is not about things or about plants. It's all about people. It controls what people can do. And by nature people resist being told what to do. Uh, You know, all our struggles for human autonomy are against the government. People might think it's against the ethos of the day, Um, But it's really against government because government enforces these various standards that we rebel against. So we've been suffering at the hands of prohibitionists for 45 years. Two million Canadians have criminal records. And we've been growing marijuana and going to jail. As you know, I've seen 34 different prisons and jails as a consequence of my civil disobedience with pot. I spent five years in the United States for sending seeds to Americans. So I have a lot of experience going on, and uh, what we have now is Prohibition 2.0 coming in, whereas the people that hated us and oppressed us before have somehow been put in charge of legalization because that's what the public wants, but what they want to give us is the same stigma, the same control, the same patronizing, condescending attitude that we're somehow morally flawed individuals who smoke marijuana. Right. And of course, of, it's know, a gateway drug to everything and danger bad. to the public. So we must be uh, controlled and treated like children. We have dispensaries in both cities, and in both cities, they'll be told to shut down and will be raided or taken to court and stuff like this. So, yeah, uh, Vancouver and Toronto both have irrational attitudes towards this situation this situation is normal there's nothing inherently wrong with selling marijuana there's no harm there's the demand is huge millions of canadians want to buy marijuana every day and someone has to provide them with this supply so they can either buy it from a store which is out in the open transparent respectable right. making them feel like first-class citizens or they can buy it from shadowy shady characters on you know in various places but here's the thing about the good thing about dispensaries in the stores is that we sell things you can't get from the shadowy guy on the corner. The guy on the corner is not going to sell you 190-milligram THC and CBD-containing-infused baked goods, okay? He's just not (laughs) going to be having those things. And a lot of people, like me, for example, I use those things to get to sleep at night. And you just can't buy those from a guy who just sells you little dime bags of weed. You need a store that sells creams, topical THC applications. You need a guy that sells foods. How about Phoenix Tears? How about the oils for cancer? All these things can only be found at dispensaries. And there's a wide selection and a great choice available. It's the marketplace at work. You know, normally people in Canada are happy to live in a capitalist society. They're happy to live in a free market society where we can choose all the different products we can buy and use. And all the choices with the consumer. But for some reason, with marijuana, the government especially feels that this free market thing is is all, you know, a terrible idea. Somehow the people are all wrong, that the government is in fact correct, the government knows what's good for us. And of course, this is absurd. They had the same attitude with abortion. They had the same attitude when they told us you couldn't be homosexual without risking going to jail. So the government is always behind the learning curve. It's always behind the social curve. So and we're just simply dragging flusor. the government to the place where we
1: think it ought to be. Um, have you been affected by what's by, by the clampdown in Vancouver?
0: Well, we've been ordered to close our dispensary in Vancouver, but we haven't. Um, they've threatened us with an injunction on it, and now they want to uh, have us force our lounges where we let people smoke marijuana, and we have for 10 years every day in our lounges. Places to consume pot, because after all, the city of Vancouver is co-owner of a place where they let people consume heroin and cocaine and methamphetamine. The safe injection site just three blocks away. Right. And I think if the city co-owns a place where people are injecting stuff that kills you, and they're buying that from the street, then what have they got against us that's letting people smoke marijuana in our lounges? And I mean, there's a thousand lounges for alcohol, and there's lounges for prescription drugs, they're called doctor's offices, and we've got safe injection sites for heroin and crack cocaine and methamphetamine. So again, my question is, what do they have against the pot people and why? I don't know if it was a coincidence that uh, Trudeau was out of the country when at least the raid in Toronto happened (laughs) but um, uh, what do you see actually happening is are we going to get legislation are we going to get are we going to get a a path towards legalization or at least to decriminalization or what do you see well we're going to get somewhat restrictive controlled distribution of uh, cannabis I wouldn't even call it legalization it's going to be a restrictive kind of thing where It's going to be overpriced, overtaxed, overregulated, uh, you know, in restrictive supply. It's going to be in government outlets. I mean, that's what the government intends to do. What we intend to do is uh, contradict them and confront them and set up a parallel system that we think it ought to be. For example, our shop that's currently open at 801 Queen Street West in Toronto is exactly how we visualize legalization to be. People go to a shop. They show that their ID is, shows they're 19 years old, and then they can buy whatever cannabinoids they want. Yeah, There should be no other – there's nothing else required in the equation.
1: Okay, Mark. Thanks so Thank much. You and what's so much. the website if people want to follow up welcome. with you?
0: Well, we have CannabisCulture.com. Uh, but websites, you're most likely to find me on on the Facebook page, my Facebook page. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay, Mark. All right. All right see you guys later. Bye, okay. Jen. See you, Mark.